where we we go. Um, we thank the Lord that the desire of many of his people is to follow him. Um, we just sang, Thee we reverence, and thee we obey, own the Lord and Christ always. And um, as we follow, as we reverence, and as we obey, uh, you know, the question sometimes is, why? Why do I do all of this? And I'm going to ask us to just go with me quickly to St. John chapter 6. And there are two verses there I'm going to read and move on uh, to Matthew 27. So just two verses from, from St. John chapter 6. St. John chapter 6 at verse 2. It says, and a great multitude, and a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. In verse, same chapter, verse 26, says, the Lord Jesus speaking. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me, not because ye, see, ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. So here we, we see two reasons for following the Lord Jesus. And we, we still see that today. One, one set was following because they saw the miracles that he had done. Then the Lord could have said to another set that you, you are following me, not because of the miracles, but because of the food, because you are fed. You know, so it is today, brethren, which is good and bad because for a believer to be following the Lord Jesus just because of the miracles that he has done and just because he's able to supply my daily bread, uh, not enough reason to follow the Lord Jesus. It is good to trust him, of course, for our daily bread. It is good to be able to, to testify of miracles, great things that he has done. But uh, following the Lord Jesus in terms of our reason is more than that. So today we find so much in Christendom where the emphasis are on these two things. Everybody talks about miracles, 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 miracles. And it is as if in some circles, if you have not experienced 
miracles in your life, then something is wrong with you. Something is wrong somewhere in your Christian walk if you have not been experiencing miracles. But you know, if the scripture you know, speaks of, of, of John the Baptist, that he did no miracle, but yet was hailed by the, by the very Lord Jesus as such a great man. Why? Because of his faithfulness to God. Scripture declares he did no miracle. But the emphasis today is so much on miracles. And then there are those, you'll, you hear them on radio, see them on television, and the emphasis is also on the physical things that God can provide. God can make you rich. God can give you anything that you need in this scene and uh, uh, that kind of thing. So you, you find those two things still following the believer today. But I just like to take us to a different scene, and that is where I would love for us to focus, and that is in Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27. Um, and this is the this is the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus. Uh, I'm going to read from verse. 54, my main verse is verse 55. What I read from verse 54. Now, when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. And verse 55 is my main verse. And many women were there beholding afar off which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. I, 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 I read it also from the, from the NIV, which says, many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. To care for his needs. And it says in verse 56, among which was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of Zebedee's children. Why were these women following the Lord Jesus? Was it to be comforted? Was it to see the miracles? Was it that was it because he is he is able to take care of their daily needs? No, those things were important. But for these women, their purpose for following the Lord Jesus was not what they could get from him, but what they could do to him and for him. What love? These women, but where were the men at this point? Where were the men at this point? Just turn over with me to, to, to chapter 26 uh, at verse 56. 
it says, but all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Where were these men? They had forsaken him and they had gone. But here we find that these women, they stood with the Lord Jesus. It is important, it is not spelled out here, but I find it interesting because if you search, you'll find that um, in verse 55, when it says, followed, followed Jesus from Galilee, it means that they had followed the Lord Jesus from Galilee to Jerusalem. No, from Galilee to Jerusalem was approximately 79 miles. Some 130 odd kilometers, I think. 70, about 79 miles. Now, this was not driving, brethren. This was not uh, that. This was not uh, moving by by any form of um, other transportation apart from on foot. 79 miles. I don't know how to estimate that in the state, but uh, for those of us who know here in Jamaica, uh, 79 miles is approximately from Kingston to Ocean View Bible Camp uh, or to where Laurel um, live. That's approximately 79 to 80 miles. Now think about all that terrain. The, 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 there was no paved roads like we have today. There was no highway. But these women, because of their love for the Lord Jesus, had taken it unto themselves to follow him, to minister to him. What were they doing to him? I don't know. But it says to take care of his needs, as the NIV says. What were those needs? The Lord Jesus at that time, as we know, was man, physical man, and he had needs. I, am, I sometimes picture probably these women taking water uh, along with them. Not so much for their thirst, but they took water for the Lord Jesus. Because to walk all of that distance, there would have been tiredness. And these women, I believe, they would have carried water or something to refresh the Lord. So when he needed probably something to eat, these women would find something for him to eat. When he needed something to drink, these women would have given him something to drink. I don't know if there was a change of clothes along the, along the way because 79 miles on foot would probably indicate to me that it was not done in one day. But whatever those needs were of our blessed Lord Jesus, here were some women who followed him just for that purpose. The disciples uh, had forsaken him and had fled already. Peter, who said that although all men will forsake you, I will never do that. He had gone. The last time that the Lord Jesus had seen Peter, at this point, the last time he would have seen him was when he said, I don't know the man. 
But here were some women who followed him, not for the miracles, not for the food, not for clothing, not for what they could get from, from, from him, but what they could do for him. And I trust, brethren, that that might be our focus as we go on in this scene, that we might not just focus on what Jesus can do for me. Very important. Give us this day our daily bread, which is uh, more connected to the millennium anyhow. But the principle still remains. We depend on the Lord for that which we need on a daily basis. But... If I just stop there, brethren, where my main focus in following the Lord is for my daily bread to get me out of trouble, to make me feel happy, to make me feel good, to take away the sadness, to take away the, 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 the pandemic, uh, to set us free from all troubles. If that is my main focus, brethren, then we fall short, you know, we fall short. But here were some women, godly women, who set an example for those men. All had forsaken him, but these women had stood up with the Lord Jesus for approximately 79 miles, nonstop. And here they were, after 79 miles, here they were, still standing. Because the scripture says they stood afar off or stood at a distance and beholding what was being done, still standing after 79 miles. Weary, I would believe, in the feet, weary in the body, but still standing for their blessed Lord Jesus, beholding what they were doing with him. What an example for us, beloved. And, uh, you know, Peter in his epistle, um, Second Peter, Peter, he did say uh, concerning following the Lord Jesus, brethren, he said that uh, we, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice from, a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Peter is saying here, uh, one of the things that Peter is saying here in effect is that we have not followed cunningly devised fables, devised fables. We have not followed uh, some great story that men have put together. It is not that that we that why we are following or where we are following. But he said we were eyewitnesses. Uh, and brethren, may we, as was said before, may we seek to follow the Lord Jesus, not just for what we can get, but for what he can get from us. So the question might be, and that might be difficult to answer, so each of us would probably want to ponder that. What is it that I have that I can give to the Lord? 
what is it that I have that I can give to the Lord? And I leave us to ponder that, brethren, and from my own heart to ponder, what is it that I have that can minister to the Lord apart from just asking, give us this day our daily bread? We are not following cunningly devised fables, brethren. We are following uh, one who received majesty and honor from God the Father. And therefore, let us do some introspection. Let us look within and see if, if I am lacking, if I am holding back from giving to the Lord anything, whether my education, my my physical abilities, my money, whatever it might be, what is it that I have that can minister to the needs of the Lord? And when I say the needs of the Lord, our brethren, I guess you would understand that I'm not saying that the that the Lord is in heaven having some physical needs and we send up things to him. No, not that that. But as the Lord Jesus, as the Lord Jesus uh, ministers to us in this sea, is there anything? that I can give unto him? Is there anything that I can give unto the Lord Jesus as I follow him? Let it not be for the miracles. Let it not be for the food. Let it not be for the clothing. Let it not just be for uh, the things that I need in this sea, but that we would take examples from these blessed women. They followed him to take care of his needs. And it is a wonderful thing that the, the, the Spirit of God records these things, re record the fact that they followed him for that reason. Beloved, may we do the same, following the Lord Jesus. And notice, and I close with this, they followed him from, 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 from Galilee to Jerusalem. What does that tell me? They followed him all the way. May that be our desire. That as long as we are in this sea, we will be following our blessed Lord Jesus all the way. And with the intention of giving to him that which he deserves. And may it not be just for what I can get, but for what he can get from me. Remember, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. 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 Amen.